McCall Hardman is back. We're going to talk about what it means for the Chiefs offense, what it means for McCall Hardman, and what it means just in general. You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank. Coming up, the latest episode of KCSN Update. What's going on? I'm BJ Kissel. That's Tucker Franklin. We're joined by Maddie Lane. Guys, McCall Hardman, he's back. I know we've talked about this because it's been the the links have been made. The people have been connecting dots with this ever since, basically since he didn't really get on the field for the New York Jets. But over the last week or so, it's really picked up. I know we've all shared our thoughts at different points on this. Maddie, I want to start with you. Just when you heard the news of it being official and Adam Schefter tweeted out earlier today, what was your reaction? So, I mean, like, and there's a couple things. I guess my first reaction was this is surprising to me because I thought the the releasing of practice footage trying to get another job when he got released, I thought that would maybe be a bigger issue because it's just not something teams usually like released out there into the world. Like that legitimately was my first thought. But then, like, as far as the player, it makes sense to me, right? I think it makes sense. You're dealing with a wide receiver room that has struggled to get on the same page with the quarterback and the offense, bringing back a familiar face, and then a guy that I think provides a little bit of a skill set that maybe some other people on the roster don't have yet or haven't really shown in just the terms of the true speed to really take the top off or even being like a trusted red zone type weapon. So I think there's definitely ways it works and makes a ton of sense. It's just... It, it was a little surprising to me still coming after letting him walk for essentially nothing in the offseason, the way the split kind of went, and then to get to this point so early in the very next season. I think that's what was surprising to me is the timing of when the trade came down, everything like that. Uh, and we, we had talked about a little bit. I know the only weird games they talked about potential trade candidates like that, too. And I don't know if uh, McCall Hartman was really brought up as that serious of a trade candidate. Maybe it should have been brought up a little bit more seriously when it comes to just talking about him because of the history he has with the with the Chiefs and everything like that. The chemistry with Patrick Mahomes is obviously something that they've needed in this offense, something that it looks like that the that the Chiefs have really needed and, and they've been missing with, with the wide receivers that they have now. So uh, he comes after only having one catch for yeah. six yards with the Jets. The Jets weren't even using him all that much. Um, and it's a it's a late-round pick swap in 2025. I believe the Chiefs gave up a six-round pick and get a seventh round in 2025 back uh, for McCord. So uh, an interesting trade there, BJ. Yeah, I... I we talked about this on 21 questions earlier in the week. And, and Maddie, I'm curious because you study this and you pay a lot more attention uh, than my casual eyes do while I'm watching the football games. But the one thing that surprised me, and I don't want to make it too much of a knock. Maybe I'm just being a little bit picky. But some of the the ways in which McCole Hardman had been used during his time with the Chiefs seems to be a lot of the ways and a lot of the package plays that we've seen from Kadarius Tony. And I don't want to be overly critical of what we've seen from Tony, but it seems like some of the reads, some of the cutting up field, some of those decisions it was better with McCall Hardman, even though we Kadarius Tony, I think, is a more explosive athlete and what we've seen in just his short area quickness. So I wonder if as much to do with the the problems or the the growth and development of the young receivers as much as it is getting more out of the package plays that we're used to seeing with McCall Hardman compared it to Kadarius Tony, where it's a little bit similar, but we may be seeing a player that just had more success running a lot of those those kinds of plays. Is that am I fair in saying that? Yeah, I mean, I think so. The Kadarius Tony's career with the Chiefs is kind of split literally down the middle in the two different halves. Early in his career, he was a vertical threat. I think he averaged like over 10 yards per target his first two years with the Chiefs. 
And then his final two years, he essentially became the Kadarius Tony role that we know now, which is a lot of the jet sweeps, a lot of the screens and gadget stuff. And yeah, I'm with you. As good as Kadarius Tony looks in the open field, as dangerous and explosive as he clearly is and looks, it looks more aesthetically pleasing to watch Kadarius Tony running into round. But McCole Hardman's been more effective. When he runs them, it's been more effective. And whether that's the vision, whether that's trying not to do too much, it's just his ability to put his foot in the ground and get upfield. I don't know what it is exactly. It looks better when Tony runs it. It's just, I, I agree. I, Hardman has been a little bit more effective in those roles, and especially in the red zone. We saw Kadarius Tony catch the touchdown on Corn Dog. We've seen him be kind of impactful in that role. But what's kind of happening? Why is he not having the same impact in the red zone that McCall Hardman had just last year for the Chiefs? Maybe it's something as simple as that. It's trying to fix some of the red zone offensive issues. Yeah, that's a great point. The other one I bring up, and it's kind of along those same lines, is you know where's the the Chiefs passing offense struggled, and you really get into the the numbers. The passing beyond twenty yards has has struggled this year compared to years past, which is surprising considering it doesn't feel like that's what the the group of receivers was lacking and that MVS was kind of that field stretcher. Justin Watson has kind of shown to be that guy will take a shot down the field with him where it's some of those intermediate routes, where to sit in zones. We know Travis Kelsey can do that. Rasheed Rice, we've talked about it a few different times on our shows yeah. as far as just figuring out where to sit and where the leverages are and just being comfortable with where to go. It wasn't exactly what we saw from McCole Hardman during his time. It's not a knock on Nicole. It's just what the Chiefs offense had been missing. Is McCole solving that? Or is he just another option now with Justin Watson hurt? Another guy who knows the offense who may be able to be more effective, like you said, in the red zone, Tucker, or um, with some of the deeper passes like we saw early in his career, because that hasn't clicked yet for the Chiefs offense. Yeah, I think that that's going to be a big thing. And some people, a lot of people in the comment section, as I'm monitoring that here, mm-hmm. uh, the comment just people are wondering uh, a couple of questions that I think are really interesting when we when we start to dive into this a little bit more is not necessarily how he works out on the field, but who's going to be cut? Like who? Because they have to they have, to have a guy who's going to come off the field, come off the 53 man roster, uh, and that's from uh, Leaf Sensor Tube to go rumble. Uh, shout out for the comment there, but. I think that's kind of something that I've been thinking of ever since I saw that come up there. Um, obviously, the Chiefs do need to find that chemistry there. And that's something, you know, Maddie, you and I had a conversation about even this morning about the chemistry with wide receivers. Yeah. Um, it's been it's been a huge uh, discussion point. Uh, I guess, how much do you think that that helps when it comes with with, that, with just McCall Harbin? I know that sometimes he wasn't necessarily the number one wide receiver when it came to, to the chemistry with Patrick Mahomes. We've seen him out there uh, on times last year trying to point the direct and him and where the right place to go uh, has been. But uh, what are your thoughts on him and, and the chemistry that it brings? I mean, somebody in the Chiefs offensive coaching room, quarterback room, whoever it may be, said, hey, he would be useful to come back. And I, that has to play a little bit into the trust element, whether it's a trust in terms of being in the right spot and you know finding the openings in zone or running the right routes, or if it's trust in terms of, hey, we think we trust this guy to do something that we don't trust somebody else in the roster to do already, whether that is a jet sweep or just essentially to run the run downfield and not need 20 yards of runway to do so. Like we mentioned NVS and Justin Watson. I think there's overlap in their skill set, but here's the thing. McCole Hardman's like legitimately enough, you know, high four twos kind of speed. He has a different speed than some other guys. Maybe they just wanted somebody that can really force safeties to protect the deep ball. Mahomes hasn't been great at throwing it, but there's also not really a speed element on this team to to threaten in those spots. So maybe it's the trust in somebody to actually get downfield. I'm intrigued to see how they use them. I think there's two different ways. Like I said, he was used with the Chiefs in the years past, but one thing is true. 
he's fast. He's faster than anybody else in this roster right now. I think this Chiefs wide receiver has slowly gotten slower over the years. Obviously, losing Tyreek Hill, that matters. But you can't replace somebody that like him and McCole Hardman with build-up speed guys and never have any effects from it. So I'm really intrigued to see how this impacts the deep ball game and then whether or not he becomes, I mean, maybe he does become a favorite for Patrick Mahomes. He threw to him for four years, right? He's thrown to nobody else besides Travis Kelsey on this roster for four years. So like there could be something there that we just didn't appreciate at the time because we saw Mahomes constantly kind of yelling at him and getting after him to change something. Maybe that's just, you know, maybe he's still going to be the next most familiar guy now, though. Yeah, it's also a question, not a question, but it's interesting to me, the dynamics of like the motivation for, for Hardman coming back and that, you know, he wanted to get that big deal. He wanted to get paid in the offseason, didn't happen, goes to New York, doesn't make an impact for whatever reason. Sometimes it just doesn't work out for whatever reason. Him coming back to Kansas City, he's going to have a chip on his shoulder. He's going to have something that he feels like he needs to prove, uh, not just to the Chiefs and everybody back here that um, was talking about him during the offseason as far as how much money that he may have been commanding, the fact that he went there for not a lot of money. And now he finds himself coming back in a situation where obviously the Chiefs have Justin Watson. I saw a couple of those comments on IR that that may have something to do with uh, that decision or him being placed on IR could be yeah. the spot for McCall to come in. Uh, we saw the tweet earlier about Frank Clark uh, coming back and seeing what that looks like, whether it's the active roster or the practice squad if he passes and how the snaps uh, kind of divvy up there. But uh, speaking at McCall Hardman specifically, Matty, you know, how quickly do you think that he'd be able to get acclimated to this offense, this particular team? No, he's familiar with a lot of the guys, but do you expect him to be on the field Sunday? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I'm going to say no for this for this one, um, but by the following week, by that second week against the Broncos, I don't see why he couldn't be back up to speed, right? Like, I mean, he was just here. He spent his entire rookie contract in Kansas City. I don't think we're going to have seen any wholesale changes to terminology or grand scheme concepts since he left. So like, I wouldn't be shocked if he's on the field or suited up ready to play against the Chargers. I kind of expect it by next week against the Broncos because if you're making this trade, if you're making this move, it's not like the Chiefs spent a lot of capital to get him, but they obviously have a role they see for him. Like they have a reason they're going out to get him. I don't know why they would slow play a guy that is healthy, should be in game shape, and should have a pretty good understanding of what the system is. I don't know why it would be a slow rollout for him, you know, getting onto the field. That's very interesting, especially as a guy who is as acclimated as he is. Um, I don't think this is a Christian McCaffrey situation, right, where we saw him traded on, what, what was that, like a Tuesday that he came in on a, on a Friday and was on the field for that Sunday's game. I don't think it'll be like that. Uh, but that's a good question about uh, about where it's going to come to in, in terms of uh, in terms of uh, just where he's going to fit in on this roster, too. But so... If you look at, I think the Justin Watson one's really interesting. A lot, I see a lot of people in the comments saying, uh, "Richie, you like, got Richie James, got Richie James. He's on the IR, so he's not going to count against the active uh, active roster." Oh, Washington, Washington's one I think that is probably going to be close to that because he is. They have a wide receiver on the roster right now in Washington, who's a punt return only, who's a return specialist. Uh, Maddie, I want to get your thoughts on that. I, it's been pretty nice not to have to uh, worry about returning right it's been pretty nice not to worry about who's back there but michael harman does have that ability we've seen it at times uh washington do you think he's kind of on the chopping block uh, when it comes to uh who's going to be like oh i mean hey we did see we did see washington you know kind of muff fumble one this past weekend right but uh, um McCall Hardman returned punts for the Chiefs for a while. I think that he had gotten the trust of Dave Tobe, and he was pretty good at feel, I mean, he was good at feeling the punts when he had space to run. He did a pretty good job returning them. It was his decision making on when to fair catch and not to that I yeah. think caught some ire. 
but he's a safe punt returner, right? You can put him back there and you feel pretty good that he's going to field it. And if he gets it, he can make a play. So yeah, if Washington is cut, like I think some people will be a little upset because they have seen, you know, some bright spots out of the position, but I think Hardman's fine in that role. So he would make sense. I think Justin Watson going to IR, even if Andy Reid kind of pushed back against it today at his presser, you know, it's Andy could just be Andy talking like Andy does. So we'll, we'll have to see what the move is, but I definitely think you get either an IR move or a wide receiver cut and Washington's the most likely to be cut, I think. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'll ask both of you guys this question because this will be the what people want to know going forward is what kind of impact whenever, whether it's this week, the following week, what kind of production do we expect from McColl? Because last time we've seen him in a bigger role, like there were other dudes on this team. And right now, storyline so far for the offseason has been a lot of young receivers. And those young receivers need snaps. Yeah. Um, what kind of a production do you expect to see from McColl? Because I don't... Rewinding real quick, I don't think any Chiefs fan could look at this and see this as a negative. Uh, as long as it doesn't stunt the growth of any of the young receivers, I don't think there's a negative in the way that you could look at this. Guy who knows the offense, has had success at different points in this offense, and in ways in which this offense functions with a lot of those package plays, the end arounds, the jet sweeps, the, a lot of the screen game. Like McCall has been very, very good uh, at executing a lot of those plays. So, Maddie, I'll start with you. Just what kind of production uh, do you think Chiefs fans come to expect once McCall gets into the mix and gets on the field? What are we looking at here with this particular group of wide receivers the Chiefs have right now? 
I I honestly think they are going to try to get back into why they drafted him in the first place, which was to kind of stretch the field vertically. And like, it's hard to say with this team if that is going to be a ton of like statistical production. But what I think you're going to get is a guy that actually is going to push defenders back on their heels. You're going to get teams getting back to playing, you know, middle field open stuff, keeping two safeties deep rather than always playing, you know, one high or playing the poach kind of coverage where one safety is lurking down in the middle of the field ready to catch a crosser. You can't just like play stuff like that against McCall Hardman. He will run right by guys. You can even go watch the Chiefs last year when McCall Hardman was on the field. If he releases off the line, teams are respecting that speed because you've seen him run by you. You feel his speed run by you. I do think you get that kind of from, from him once he gets caught up. I think you get teams respecting his speed. I think the Chiefs will use him in that role. They did it in the past because they had Tyree Kill. Last year, the entire offense was centered around Travis Kelsey and Juju Smith-Schuster kind of trading off, getting open in the middle of the field. It didn't leave much, much space for that. With teams keying on that this year, I do think McColl can find some spot over the top. So I don't know about like the raw numbers overall, but I actually think he might have a pretty big impact just being able to threaten stuff over the top. I wouldn't be surprised if it's his kind of best year with the Chiefs in terms of his yards per reception that he's had since you know his second year in the league. I was interested in, in uh, kind of what sort of snap count that he would be, uh, I don't want to say relegated to, but what role he would be in when it comes to, in terms of the bulk of the snap counts, obviously. Uh, we know as Chiefs fans, Marcus Valdez-Scaling leading the, leading the Chiefs in wide receiver snaps uh, in terms of just pass, pass snaps. Uh, according to Pro Football, Pro Football Focus, uh, behind him is Sky Moore, Justin Watson, and then you have Rasheed Rice, Kadarius Tony. In terms of snap count, you would you would expect him to get a pretty decent amount of of snap count reps, I believe. And when it comes to the passing game, uh, and when you start to look at just the guys right there, probably up to that Sky Moore type level in terms of percentages, maybe in a game, not necessarily the bulk uh, whole. But I think I I really like Maddie what you said about getting back to what the Chiefs originally drafted him for. Uh, because I think that that is such an ex- exciting of a proposition of, a, of the type of player he is, having defenses to recognize that speed. And while, you know, the speed of, of Rasheed Rice is definitely there, it's no McCall Hardman speed. And I think having to recognize that speed for defenses is going to be uh, going to be big for Patrick Mahomes and to maybe get a little bit more confidence going forward and, and kind of build some confidence of these younger receivers moving forward as well, having a guy like McCall Hardman yeah, and like snap count-wise, that's where it gets tricky. He's another guy, kind of like a lot of the wide receivers on the roster right now, that are really good at like one or two things, but you can't just throw them out there and say, hey, you're going to play 85% of the snaps because you do a little bit of everything well. Uh, so like that's where it does get tricky. Does Do the Chiefs see him as a guy that should eat into Kadarius Tony's reps as kind of a gadget guy? Or should he eat into Sky Moore's reps as the Z-wide receiver running a complete route tree? Or should he be taking reps from MVS? Rise like well, who's reps? Where's who snaps? Is he stealing a little bit? That's where it gets a little tricky. I will say for the Chiefs, you know, he played like roughly 50-50 in terms of the slot or out wide. So like I know some people are a little worried that this might eat into Rasheed Rice's reps because he's, you know, the one wide receiver that's shown a lot of promise. I don't think the two have a ton of crossover in their game. Like outside of aligning in the slot, I think they play entirely differently. So you can fit those two on the field. I think it's rather, you know, Sky Moore might see some reps go here, and I think that would probably be good for the Chiefs. Getting Sky Moore to run some of these overs or these dig routes rather than Sky Moore, who's been it's a touch slower. He's been a little inconsistent with his route depth. It's an entirely different animal having McCole Hardman on those, so that might open up a lot of stuff. 
I, I think you'll slowly, slowly build up. You know, he might start in that 20-ish percent, but by the end of the year, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see him competing with the MVS's Sky Moore's just kind of be the number, you know, two type wide receiver and overall snap count per each week. All right, to wrap this one up, let's give our final thoughts and just uh, kind of grade this move as to how excited you feel the Chiefs fans should be uh, adding McCall Hardman to the mix. Tucker, we'll start with you. Oh boy, putting me on the spot here. Um, when this one came across, I wasn't necessarily surprised by this move. I'll say that. When I saw the notification come up on my phone, I just saw McCall Hardman and I said, oh, he's getting traded to the Chiefs because I just, it was one of those that you just kind of had a feeling up there. Yeah. So I don't know if it really came as a, as a surprise to me. I do think that this might add a little bit more uh, a trust in the wide receiver room, a little bit more experience in the wide receiver room than we really needed. Um, I'm ex- I'm excited to see how they will use him going forward. I think that's what I'm most excited to see. Maddie saying that they about uh, possibly moving him into that role that they kind of had the idea for uh, is a, is an exciting proposition to me. I don't know if this necessarily is Super Bowl or bust type move when it comes to that in that regard, but I think that. Uh, the Chiefs being able to recognize that they needed help in the wide receiver room and going out and uh, and getting some addressing that issue, getting some help in that regard, is a good sign. So I th- think that it's a, it's a, it's a welcome move in my eyes, Maddie. Uh, I I like the move. Um, you know, for like giving it a grade, like let's give it a solid like B because the skate stakes are pretty low. I think there's some confusion about what it does to the comp pick formula. And while I you know don't love the idea of having to lose a fifth round comp pick too, it's a fifth round comp pick, right? So. That that is what it is. Um, I I don't have I don't want to say high expectations that it changes everything about the Chiefs, but I am very interested to see. And you know I'm trying to suppress the the hope that his speed kind of helps change this on this offense. I do think that's an element. I've been talking about it for a couple of weeks. I think the Chiefs just kind of are slow on the outside. They don't scare teams vertically, and I think that's a problem when the two guys you want to get the football to three, if you count Kadarius Tony all kind of operate over the middle of the field and short to intermediate. It's a lot of congestion in there. So getting a guy that even if he's not productive, that can open that up. I think that could do a lot for this offense. Like I am interested in the move. I'm hiding my excitement for it because I've also seen McCole Hardman, you know, the past couple of years to the Chiefs, maybe never quite live up to the expectations we and he set for himself, go to the Jets, not get on the field. There's something there. I just don't know if I'm ready to buy fully in until I see the proof of concept. Yeah, for me, I, I would give it a solid B plus. The only thing that's holding me back from giving it any kind of an A is the unknown of at the end of this, what did it do for the young receivers and their growth? If it ends up taking snaps away from Rasheed Rice or it doesn't work out the way that we expect it to, just from a snap count, kind of spreading out the love on who's on the field, it's the only thing I could see as a negative because you, you're adding a player midseason who knows the roster. I see some comments about Hollywood Brown and some of these other guys. They don't know the offense. And so bringing a guy in in the middle of the season to try to learn Andy Reid's offense, you're going to give him a a few plays and a few package plays, and that's it. McCall Hardman knows all the different positions. He could slide in and play. What the impact of that looks like, we don't know. But the reason I'm really excited about it is you're going to have a motivated McCall Hardman. He is going to come back. He's going to be excited. He went to New York. There was all the hoopla of what the Jets were going to be this year. And then Aaron Rodgers gets hurt. Not that the defense isn't good. They're coming off a huge win um, over the Eagles. But I don't see how you look at this at the end and say that wasn't a great move. Um, like I said, the only thing keeping me from getting really, really excited about it because I don't see a drawback here. I don't see a negative here outside of the development of the young guys. Guy knows the offense, had success with the offense. He's motivated to go prove it, not only to Chiefs fans and to the guys in that locker room, but also to the rest of the NFL as he becomes a free agent and then tries to sign again this offseason. What's up, Matty? Real quick, 
What jersey number does he wear? That's I've done research question. on this. Richie James has 17. He wore six in New York. That's Brian Cook, so he can't wear that. He wore four at Georgia in high school. That's Rasheed Rice. <laughs> what number is McCole Hardman coming back as? I don't think he's played football since middle school in a different jersey number that's not already taken. Um, he did 14 at the uh, high school Army All-American game, yeah. and that's all I got. Like, and I, it's like, what, what number? But it's more research than I expected uh, coming <laughs> with that question. That's pretty good. Oh, jersey numbers, jersey numbers are near and dear to my heart, BJ. This is why Maddie and I get along. I threw out originally zero because uh, Maddie thinks it's only reserved for dogs and, and elite type players. But I think that he, I think he fits his zero just as like a play style and everything like that. He has the uh, boxy to try it. I will say that he has the he boxy to try it. I just don't know if I like it. I'd rather Frank come back. Oh, awesome. <laughs> we've seen a few comments that uh, I know Carrington Harrison with uh, 610 Sports Radio in Kansas City reported that uh, Frank will be having his uh, his physical yeah. uh, tomorrow, yeah. Thursday. I think Frank tweeted that out too. Frank <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> broke his own news. Uh, <laughs> somebody on Twitter. Uh, but uh, if that is true, give quick thoughts on that real fast. Just thoughts on Frank Clark Tucker. I don't. I mean, never could have too many pass rushers. I think uh, Chris Jones said at the podium on uh, on whatever day today is. He said that's the podium, and I think he's right. If it's a practice squad move, good for him. But uh, I think that that's probably the best case scenario for both of the teams. Maddie, what thoughts on Frank Clark? Please, please bring him back. Never, yeah. never a bad thing to get you know that a, a voice like that back in the room. And I, he's at minimum going to give you hard fought reps versus the run early in mm-hmm. the Yeah, please bring him back. Yeah, and for the same reason that we just talked about the offense with all the young receivers, a lot of edge rushers. I mean, they're not going to want to slow down uh, Felix Tandy Duque Uzama. They're not going to want to slow down George Karloftis. You've got Charles Amenehu coming back. There's going to be different guys in the mix, but again, you got a player who wants to be here, guy that is a veteran who is shown to be a mentor of sorts. We saw it last year with George Karloftis with all the time that Frank was spending with him after practices. And so, yeah, I don't think you can be upset about either one of those guys joining the Chiefs at this point in the season as they sit with tied for the best record in the league. Get a couple guys that have won world championships with them uh, and have that pedigree yeah. and, and know what to expect and they can slide right into that locker room and be welcomed with open, open arms. I think it's great. Uh, get the band back together. You know, we'll bring back Sammy. Uh, give him a call, see what he's up to. Uh, who else can we bring back? Uh, maybe trade for Tyreek. That guy seems pretty good. Uh, that could be Marcus fun. Robinson. Marcus Robinson, see what he's up to. Pringle. Fire saw Pringle, saw Pringle coming in here uh, as well. Get the band back together. Sure, Kendrick. Bring short Kendrick back. Oh yeah, Damian Williams. I think I saw that he got like cut or something. This or on a practice. Terrell Suggs. He's sizzle back. <laughs> Chiefs great. Terrell Suggs obviously. Show's going <laughs> off the rails. Uh, we appreciate everybody for hanging out for this quick breaking news update of McCole Hardman back in Kansas City after the trade with the New York Jets. We appreciate all of you for hanging out with us outside the trenches. We'll be live tonight at 9 p.m. on. The KCSN YouTube channel and yep. our Facebook page. Make sure to hit that like and subscribe. Let us know in the comments section how you grade this move and what you expect to see from McCall Ordman, not just maybe on Sunday, but going forward with the Chiefs. We appreciate all your support. Love y'all. Have a good one. We'll see you next time. Two jet offense.